Tannehill is on the sideline. Direct snap. Henry, jump pass! Oh, trickery! Corey Davis, touchdown Tennessee! The razzle-dazzle for the Titans! Wow, what a way to uh, see the AFC turnout, man. I tell you, the Titans are making an absolute run here. They've been playing great, though, for the last two months. It's, it's good to see, but yeah. I thought uh, I thought they'd cover. I didn't think they'd beat the Ravens, so that was wild. They did though. it pretty handily, too. Yeah. Welcome in, everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys podcast. I am your host, Evan Newberger. With me, as always, is Robbie Larson and Adam Sinek. And this week, we are breaking down championship weekend. It is the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. Two great games to get to here first. Uh, but we do want to get to some news and notes first. So with that, we'll jump right in. So uh, we did have a coach hiring as some fallout from the uh, Vikings loss on Saturday to the 49ers. Kevin Stefanski, uh, offensive coordinator for the Vikings, will be the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, guys, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, let's start with Adam. What are your thoughts? Um, it's an interesting pick. I heard uh, Stefanski's really heavy into the analytic game, and that's what the Browns are going for. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know if it's going to work or if that's a good hire, but we'll, I guess we'll find out. Should have should have really considered Robert Sala, bro Sala for the 49ers. I, I think he can command a locker room, and that's what you're going to need in, to be successful in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm excited for Nick Chubb in this hire. Uh, Stefanski bringing over a, what I assume a run heavy offense could only mean good things for Chubb, who's honestly he's he played pretty well this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this is great news for him. Yeah, man, Kareem Hunt. Both yeah, good. but Kareem Hunt's not. Free agent, yeah. He's, he's going to go somewhere. Yeah. There's no way he stays. Yeah, if you think about it, that offense is, uh, it's the personnel is actually very similar to what's in um, Minnesota with kind of your two high-end wide receivers um, and uh, prolific running game. Um, so we'll see kind of the mediocre quarterback play is also Bad there too. So. Staples of those offenses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's so. true. You got the, the good outside receiver and the good slot. Yeah. So. So we will see how that plays out. But uh, with that, guys, why don't we get into the divisional round weekend that was. So we just uh, spoke to it briefly here, but the first game was the 49ers taking on the Vikings. And uh, Vikings kept it close for a while. Uh, they were in it at half, but second half, Vi- or the 49ers really just uh, put it away, took it to the uh, Vikings, and with that, their season is over. Um, really, it was just... Uh, it just felt like the Vikings just did not have the uh, physical ability to take on the um, 49ers in the trenches, and um, yeah, it was just it was just too much to handle there. Uh, by the second half, the 49ers were really bossing bossing the Vikings around in the trenches, um, and, and Kirk Cousins was going down a few times from that front four. So too much to ask for there. But any any additional thoughts there, guys? Not a whole lot other than Niners, they definitely came out to play that week rest, uh, the week by. Definitely helped them out a little bit, um, definitely down the stretch too. Uh, and, you know, they just outclassed the Vikings, really, plain and simple. 
Yeah, it looked like uh, that matchup against the Saints really took something out of the Vikings. They just didn't appear to have that extra that extra gear to keep up with the Vikings or with the Forty Niners. Yeah, Dad, Adam. I, I think yeah, I think that mattered a lot. Um, I mean, we, last week we talked before the game that both these teams like have a similar style of offense, um, run first team. Well, you look at the game, Forty uh, ers had forty seven rushes compared to ten rushes for the the Vikings. So. Um, I know game script has a little bit to do with that, but I I think one of those teams really executed their game plan and one didn't. Um, you can tell uh, with the 17-point victory for the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, the second game of the weekend was uh, quite the shocker. Uh, probably the upset of, I don't know. It's maybe been, the year. Yeah, maybe the year. Um, Titans over the Ravens. Uh, not too many people had Titans money line in this one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the recipe for success uh it was the same thing that beat the patriots just heavy dose of derrick henry and he appears to be the most unstoppable player in football right now um guys i mean we'll 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 get into their chances here to reach the super bowl but um i don't know this this titans team has just reached another level yeah they're dangerous right now um absolutely dangerous they're i mean they're dictating their games um their defense knows what's coming that i mean this is couple of weeks now in a row um three weeks in a row where derrick henry's rushed for over 180 yards um you just can't stop it and when your quarterback only needs to throw 88 yards and you know you you beat the best team in the league that's a really good thing the dangerous team man i would love to be ryan Tannehill. he's now two and oh as a starter in the postseason and that's only with throwing a total 160 yards passing Man, he, he doesn't have to do anything. He just has to... Uh, Derrick Henry's just been... You said it, just been running so well. And this team is just making holes for him. He's he's grinding it out. It's it's a hard nose football team. And, you know, they're getting wins done. And one thing, they're getting it done. And one thing I'll say about their defense, too, which I think will bode well for them this week against the Chiefs. Ravens had over 500 yards only put up 12 points, um, really mastered the bend, but don't break defense, uh, knew when to tighten up in the red zone and, and forced a couple big turnovers there. So I, I think that this, this defense can definitely handle the chiefs offense. They know when to tighten up. Ooh, oh my. I like it. I, uh, I really think, uh, what has made this Titans team so dynamic. The second half of the season is really, uh, unlocking the potential of, A.J. Brown, um, I think what they've missed for years on that offense was just some sort of um, weapon to take the top off of a defense, uh, something to put some fear into the corners and safeties and, and get them to back away from the line of scrimmage. And A.J. Brown is just, I mean, he's a prolific player. Uh, he can go downfield. He can take a drag route to the house. Uh, he's held a tackle, uh, much like his uh, running back counterpart, and, and just anything to back up the DBs from the line of scrimmage, it's really paying dividends for Derrick Henry now. Um, you know, these teams are getting tired now that it's January. Defensives have been taking hits all year. They're beat up, and Derrick Henry just seems to have a lot left in the tank. And, <laughs> boy, people don't want to tackle him right now. So we'll see. They got an interesting matchup in the, with the Chiefs that uh, we'll get to here. But um, with that, yeah, I, I, spoiler, I just gave it away. Chiefs beat the... Uh, um, who the hell did they beat, guys? <laughs> Chiefs beat the Texans uh, in what was a wild game. Uh, Titan, <laughs> Texans actually 
jumped out to a 24 to nothing lead in this one. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, just absolutely crazy. But sure enough, uh, by halftime, that lead was gone, and uh, the Chiefs really just ran away with it in the second half. Some interesting coaching decisions in this one. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, guys, but um, that first half, uh, two two kind of key sequences, um, both fourth down plays. Texans decided to kick a field goal up 21 to nothing inside the 10-yard line of the Chiefs uh, when they could have just really tried to go for the jugular and pin them deep. And then secondly, um, in their own territory, that failed uh, fake punt, um, but... Adam, I'll start with you. Uh, what were your thoughts on Bill O'Brien and his play calling there in the second quarter? Um, I mean, I'm not sure how much of an impact it made. It definitely swinged a little bit of momentum. Um, I, I think I have more of an issue with the the field goal than the fake punt because um, that, that actually occurred after. Um, and, you know, being down all the way there at the 10-yard line, you know, a matter of four points difference between a field goal and uh touchdown i think you go for the field goal go for the juggler like you said yep all right and then our next game guys final one of the weekend it was a the packers taking on the seahawks at home again this was another one that uh, started off as uh, a bit of a laugh for the packers at halftime had a 21 to 3 lead it didn't seem to be very interesting at all but sure enough russell wilson uh you know he he doesn't go quietly into that good night and uh he made it a close game it was uh 23-28, 23-28, Seahawks had the ball, but you know they were unable to capitalize with a late fourth quarter drive, and Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Graham sealed it late by getting a few key first downs, and uh, it turned out to be a great game. The second half got really interesting. I was glad I, I stayed with it, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I think this Packers team is dangerous. We'll get into their chances against the 49ers, but... Um, it seems like all they needed to do was uh, change coaches, and now uh, you know that that uh, generational talent of Aaron Rodgers can lead them to a Super Bowl again. But uh, anything to add there, guys? Man, I, I I'm surprised Russell Wilson didn't uh, call uh, pick up on that blitz that was coming on that two point conversion by Jair Alexander. There was nobody on that side of the field for the Seahawks, and I mean, what else would? Alexander be doing like that crowding the line I mean I should have seen that coming to be honest but yeah I mean I I think I think Russell Wilson led that team about as far as it could possibly go with how banged up they were running back um you know he was he was amazing in that second half Uh, that was a impressive comeback yeah I mean you know hats off to the Seahawks They, they played their ass off in that second half and really made that a game um but yeah, Packers move on, and uh, I think they—I think they're—they're they're, they're in for a good matchup this week. Well, Robbie, that uh, big two-point conversion that was failed because of the Jair Alexander blitz—that was the result of a uh, instinctual defensive play by the guy that I picked to be an All-Pro cornerback, and because of that, I covered on my lock of the week. So there we go. That was one, two for two in the playoffs now. Uh, Adam, you had a big one too there. Uh, Titans, Ravens under 46 and a half. Yeah, felt great about this one going in late in the third. Um, <laughs> this this was a shocking one that they hit. I thought for sure it would go over being 18-12 pretty much this whole second half or 28-12. Yeah. Robbie, it looked good at halftime, but Seahawks, Packers under 47. The Seahawks did too oh, much. Oh, I missed. 
Yeah, once I, the Packers got that fourth touchdown, I knew it was over because I knew Seahawks would at least get another score from there. That was... Oh, well. You can't oh. hit them all. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's right. Okay. And with that, um, before we get into our uh, week or our uh, championship game slate here, we're going to turn it over to our sponsors. If you're looking for getaway from the usual... Look no further than Sam's Squirrel Sanctuary, home to a population of 450 squirrels from over 75 different breeds. Sam's is the place to go for your next outdoor excursion. Come on down and spend the day to explore the entirety of this 3,000 meter landscape. Take the time to feed these amazing rodents acorns, pet them, even chase them around. Fortunately, due to a recent lawsuit, you can no longer take any home, but that makes it even more of a reason to come down more often and visit some famous movie star red squirrels like Jerry, Terry, and Todd. Remember, Sam's Squirrel Sanctuary is your chance to break away from the usual, so make it out there today. All right, thank you, Sam's Squirrel Sanctuary. Unfortunately, they weren't able to get uh, Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Couldn't uh, settle a contract dispute there to, to get him in, but... They're trying. Alas, alas, they're trying. Okay, guys, the championship weekend preview. Here it is. I know I'm fired up. Game one, it is the Green Bay Packers taking on the San Francisco 49ers in a matchup that invokes the names of... Brett Favre and Steve Young and some classic games of old. Um, I, I'm really excited for this one. You know Levi Stadium in Santa Clara is going to be absolutely rocking for this. It's a huge game. Um, 49ers are 7.5-point home favorites in this one, and the over-under is 45. So with that, Robbie, I ask you, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, the 49ers, they, I'm saying they're going to come off of this uh, last uh, stomping the head of the Vikings and roll that into this week. They, their defense has just been playing amazing. Uh, I, Packers, um, you know, they they had their way with the Seattle defense, but that that's that team is just broken apart by this point. Uh, this 49ers team, I think, is going to give a big challenge to the, uh, the Packers, and you saw them hold them to eight points earlier in the season. I, think the Packers are going to have a little more uh, push to get a little more than that, but I think the Niners could uh, take this and run away with this. Um, I, I think this is going to be a very motivated crowd here to try to help their team get a victory, move them on to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, you know, I have to disagree with you here, Robbie. Um I just I think the Packers are rolling right now. I think their defense is very underrated. And the thing with the Packers, uh, really with the exception of the game they played against the Niners, which I'd see more of a fluke at this point uh, than anything, but they, they just play teams close regardless. And, and the plus seven in this one just feels like a lot. Um, you know, they, they looked impressive, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball last week against the Seahawks. Uh, which is really the side of the ball, believe it or not, that I was more worried about with them because I have confidence in that. Mike Pettin defense at this point, uh, their front four is uh, you know just as solid with Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith uh, on the edges, and you know I'm a big fan of their secondary as well with you know Kevin King and Jair Alexander and Adrian Amos in the safe position. You know they've got playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. I don't think that. Uh, 
I don't think that Jimmy G is going to have a lot of success thrown on them. Um, really, and I don't really see their front four getting bossed around and uh, giving up a, a ton of ground in the run game either. Uh, I think both teams are going to come out motivated. I expect a very tight game, but uh, I'm having a hard time taking plus uh, turning away from plus seven in Aaron Rodgers, uh, even though it's on the road. Um, just feels like too much to me. But Adam, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, I completely agree. And um, Packers money line is going to be my lock for the week. Ooh. It's a lock. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I think about this game. I think it's a 50-50 toss-up on who wins this one. Uh, either either way, I think it's going to be a really tight game. Um, to be able to get the Packers money line at plus 290, I think, is a is a blessing. Uh, you should r- run all over that before it probably goes down a little bit. But, I mean, when you look at these two teams, I think Aaron Rodgers is the difference in this game. Um, you've seen, you know, I think his... During his career, being a Bears fan, watching his Packers, him and the Packers team play, he he rises, he raises the level of whoever's playing. Um, you got Devontae Adams on the outside, but other than him, you don't got a whole lot of talent. Um, I, I I still think he makes it happen. Um, when you I, when you look at this 49ers team, I think they're gonna get to Packer Aaron Rodgers a lot. I don't know if they're gonna have the same amount of success as they had against. Uh, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Um, and, and I think the Packers D-line, as you mentioned, Evan, I, I think they'll have just as much success against the 49ers. Uh, they have Rashawn Gary, uh, Kenny Clark, and you mentioned, you, you mentioned the Smith brothers. Yeah, I think this one's going to be close. Um, I think if the Packers can find a way to neutralize Kittle, I know, I know that's been tough for teams to do all year, but if they can do that, I think they got a real shot at winning this game because I don't really see where they're going to be able to to beat the Packers if, uh, you know, Kittle's neutralized. I don't think they're going to be able to run 150 yards this game. But. Yeah. I will say the point of your uh, money line, I think for this game and the other game, <laughs> the value on the money line for the dogs is incredible. Um, in the fact that, I mean, this is basically implying, what, 25% essentially. And I, I think both teams got a little more of a shot than that. Um, I, I think this is a... a Pretty favorable dogs this week, um, but I, I, I think the Niners are going to be able to run all over this Packers team. I mean, yeah, their run, their D line and run defense has been getting a little better as the season goes on, but I, I still think they're vulnerable there. I mean, their secondary has been good, but the way this team runs the ball, I think they they could just absolutely run all over them. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll really see. Um, I've been kind of bouncing back and forth between this one. You know, I think I gotta. I'm gonna stick with this here. Packers plus seven and a half is gonna be my lock of the week. It's a lock. No. So we're all in, Adam. Um, I I like the plus two ninety two. I think that's great value. Um, I'm not exactly certain that it's gonna happen, but um, I I think it's it's got a very good chance. I'll probably put plus two ninety on it, but I I don't have the gall that you do to to put my lead pipe lock on the money line, but I respect the hell out of it. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Packers, historically they've been extremely good at protecting Aaron Rodgers, and I mean that, that neutralizes the deep number one threat on the 49ers. So I think this is a very good matchup for the Packers, um, and I think it's a toss-up. And, you know, having said that, to be able to get 290 is wonderful. I think um, people are kind of low-key sleeping on how good of a season Aaron Jones has had. Um, 
he's electric with the ball in his hands. Um, he looked like Alvin Kamara this year more than Alvin Kamara looked like himself. Uh, I think I think that's the X factor in this game. Uh, you know, if he's able to keep things going on the ground and get involved in the passing game, sky's the limit. Um, you know, they love using him in screen plays, but even outside of Aaron Jones. Um, there's guys making big plays for this team all over the field that are coming out of nowhere. I mean, Geronimo Allison had probably the play of the game last weekend on a huge third-down catch uh, on not a great ball from Aaron Rodgers. If that ball isn't caught, it could have been a different game because it was 23-28 at that point. Um, So I'm seeing a lot of guys that are maturing on this team and and are making big plays in big spots here. So, yeah, I'm all in on the pack. I... I don't know that that front four is going to be able to um, really harass Aaron Rodgers that much. You know, Rodgers is mobile enough, even at this age, to, you know, get out of the pocket at least and, um, you know, make plays on the run. He's far more mobile than Kirk Cousins is. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to show up. I think that was a big uh, contributor to why the 49ers were able to dominate so much last week was the stationary... uh, presence of uh Kirk Cousins in that um pocket you know he's he's not one to move around much and that just made him a sitting duck but that's not going to be the case with Aaron Rodgers yeah I think watch out for the um Jamal Williams Aaron Jones catching the ball out of the backfield I think that's going to be a good way they used to neutralize that pass rush too some quick screens you you know that's that's a very good point about Aaron Jones um I'm actually curious what this uh what his uh um, line for yards is going to be because I mean you saw the Niners just shut the Dalvin Cook down last week um, which I mean they played it well but it seemed like they were selling out on the run and f- just challenging Kirk Cousins to throw which I don't think they'll do against the, uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah. um, I think he's got too much respect to be able to pick defenses apart that they're going to be maybe playing back a little more than they did against the Vikings so I'm, I'm going to be interested on that line um and honestly, if it looks pretty low to me, I might might have to jump on that. Yep. Now, guys, um, before we get into the next game, I just want to check your pulse on the over-under in this one. So it's at 45. Personally, I think that's a little low, and I like the over. Uh, I think both these teams should be able to put up enough points. I think I'm seeing a final score somewhere along the lines of 28-21 or 28-24. Um Interested to get your guys' thoughts, though. Uh, I think this is a pretty good line, actually. I, it, if anything, I'd lean under. I, I think this might be a little bit of a defensive struggle. Both teams looking to run the ball a lot, but I can see that going either way. I'm kind of seeing more over here. Um, I think the Niners are going to be able to move the ball enough. I think they're going to have no problem putting up points. I think the challenge, and this is what... If I see a Packers victory here, I think the Packers are going to be able to need to put up points here. Um, I, I, I think it, if Aaron Rodgers can get it done, he, he does, and he puts up a good enough points to lead his team for a victory, and I think the over would hit in that case. Um, I I still think Niners are going to be able to run the ball over them, get, get some points on the board. Okay. All right. Anything else to add there, guys? With that, we are on to the second game of the weekend. It is the Tennessee Titans who are just on an unbelievable tear right now. They are heading to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. 
this game it is a seven and a half point spread in favor of the Chiefs uh, as home favorites. The over/under in this one is fifty-two and a half. Uh, Adam, give us a brief uh, description of what's going to go on here with the weather. It's going to be cold. Um, you know, high temperature of twenty-four degrees in Kansas City, low of eleven, and this is the night game, so it'll probably be somewhere in the teens. Um, not a lot of wind, no precip- precipitation, but it's definitely going to be pretty chilly out there, a little frigid. So, what are you thinking then in terms of uh, this game? You really, I, I would think, you know, Titans, uh, you know, in a cold matchup, it's going to lean kind of more lower scoring, run heavy. Is that what you're feeling? Yeah, I mean, when you look at historically low scoring games, it usually favors the physical, more physical team, and uh, I think that really benefits the Titans and really works to the game plan that they like to. Uh, grow out there and that's just run the ball right down your throat until they can stop you and you know we saw this is the third week in a row now that the titans have beaten a division champion um in their own conference um you know they went and beat the tight or texans beat the ravens and then beat the patriots so um you know here, here are the chiefs coming in and i i don't think they're gonna be able to stop the run um it's been one of their weaker uh points on defense all year Honestly, I think this game goes as who scores first because I think if the Chiefs get a lead, it's going to be tough for the Titans to play a style of offense to keep up with this Chiefs team. And on the opposite, I think if the Titans get a big lead out or get some substantial lead, that the Chiefs aren't going to be able to do what they did last week against the Titans or the Texans because the Titans are going to keep on punching them in the mouth um, regardless of, you know, up 21-0 or 7-0. yeah, this is another one I see is sort of a, you know, like a pick on my, I can see this going either way and, you know, the line's seven and a half. I'm, I'm taking the Titans here. Uh, I actually like a money line. I, I same value at uh, plus 290. I, you know, <laughs> like Robbie, you mentioned earlier, you, you can get some real good value on these, uh, these dogs this week. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm buying, I'm buying it. I'm buying it on both sides. Give me the Titans money line. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, Again, I don't think this is it, realistically. I don't think it's they only have a twenty five percent chance to win. I think it's more. Maybe both the both the Packers and Titans. Maybe it's more like thirty five to forty percent. Uh, I will say for the cold weather, I did look this up the other week, and um, temperature it doesn't really have any correlation to the total score. It does help the running teams though, so that's a I think that's a benefit for the Titans here, um, and in the fact that the Chiefs are do have um worse run defense um this is kind of feeling like what it, the ravens was like last week um titans as heavy dogs when maybe they shouldn't be i really like the titans here and like you said a, a pick them especially the way titans are really i i don't know how they're still these this heavy of dogs i mean I, are people still sleeping on them yeah, because i've been hearing a prove, lot right? of chatter on Den- derrick henry lately especially in like fantasy drafts maybe him sneaking into that top four or something. So I don't know how this line is what it is. I, I think the Titans are going to be able to keep it close here, you know? Yeah, I mean, Evan mentioned earlier, Derrick Henry is the most unstoppable force in the game right now. And I think, you know, weather's playing playing into benefit. I, yeah. I mean, Ravens put up over 500 yards last week and still got dominated. I think if they limit the Chiefs in the red zone, maybe hold them to a couple field goals, maybe get a you know turnover too. I Titans, 
man, they could win this game. They they got a good shot this week. Yeah, I I made seven and a half points. That's a lot of cushion for the Titans, especially how they've been playing. That's that's my lock. It's a lock. No. Well, as uh, the last guy on the fence here, uh, I gotta say I agree with both of you. Um, you know, I think it's gonna be close. Um, I do expect the Chiefs to win this game, but I almost more see it as a come-from-behind sort of effort here from the Chiefs. I think the Titans are going to be able to kind of jump on them early. A couple key injuries for the Chiefs. Um, Status kind of unknown. Travis Kelsey was a little bit banged up at the end of the week, so we're recording this on Tuesday night. So um, injury info still is at the very, very early stages, but um, Travis Kelsey, you're going to want to monitor that. And uh, also Chris Jones for the Chiefs, uh, their star interior defensive lineman. Uh, that's going to be huge for them in terms of uh, clogging up the middle um, and trying to uh, contain Derrick Henry as well as uh, getting some good interior pass rush on Ryan Tannehill. Um, but, you know, when you factor the weather in this one, I, I, I still think the Ch- uh, Chiefs are going to be able to put up a respectable amount of points, but... You know, plus seven and a half is a lot here. Um, I think it's not like uh, I'm. I'm thinking back to that uh, that Titans Saints game in Nashville. Uh, it was like week fourteen. Titans went toe to toe with them, um, and and they threw the ball up and down the field. They've got weapons. You know, um, I think AJ Brown is the clear number one, and Johnny Smith almost appears to be the second read right now for Ryan Tannehill and. If you're talking about Corey Davis is, is your number three read in the offense, that, that's not horrible at all. Um, I think this team can keep up with them. It, it'll be a physical game. Um, the running game and the fact that it's going to be cold will help. I like the Titans here, and I, I like it, Adam. I think I think if you bet both these games as the dogs, um, just based on the value, you're going to come out ahead. You're going to cover your bet. Even if you go one of two, you're still going to make some money. And you got a chance to get like a really big payday out of it if you hit both. Um, so yeah, I like the Titans here. Um, you know they they do have the better defense. It'll just you know it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know if if this game turns into a shootout, if Ryan Tannehill can keep up with Mahomes, he he's shown flashes. I think he can do it, but um, you know Arrowhead's a tough place to play. So. You know, we'll we'll see how it looks. But before we transition, guys, I want to. I've got a question here. Oh, sure. Derrick Henry over under one seventy yards rushing. I'm looking at the box score from their week nine win against the Chiefs, and he put up two eighty eight, two <laughs> touchdowns. One eighty eight, right? Yeah, one eighty eight, two eighty eight. Whoa, no, <laughs> one eighty eight. I will. Uh, I'll take the under, but not by much. I think I think we're looking at a 140-150 number. That's fair. Yeah. Just to touch on one more thing with this game. I, I know that the Titans were at home this game, but the Chiefs offense exploded um, in over 550 total yards in, in uh, their matchup. Titans still won. And then Ryan had Tannehill only had to throw the ball 19 times that game. You, do, you should remember, though, to go back to that game, the Chiefs had to royally fuck that up to lose that game like there was uh what was the blocked the blocked field goal to win the game um they blew a chance the Chiefs got another possession and they they blew a chance at the end to win it again um you know 
Ah, boy. Yeah, I, I, I like the Titans. They're going to keep it close. I just, man, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull this off on the road. It's it's going to be such a good game, though. I'm really excited yeah. for it. Yeah, I just don't know what other team in the league matches up better against the Chiefs. Yeah, the Titans, that's right? a really good point. That's a really good point. So so what you got, over or under? Oh, I, on the I thought that was another half? I thought that was another really good line. The, I'm not touching that. I, I would... On the, I was talking about the 170 Derrick Henry. Oh. I, I'm curious. Over. I, I'm, I'd say over, too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think you could keep it going. Why not? You could put money on it? I don't know. Maybe. Wow. We'll, 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 we'll see what it Can actually turns out to be. Can you get an alternate line prop? Because there's no way uh, they'd set the line that high. I don't think they would, but, no. you know. Yeah. What do you guys think about the uh, over-under line of that game of 52 and a half? Oh, boy. I, I kind of like the under. I like the under. Like I said, I think the Titans are going to jump out early, uh, and I think it's going to be on the Chiefs to kind of come back late. Uh, I, I I don't know. I think we're it's going to be really damn close. That's a really good number. Yeah. It's a really good number. I'd probably stay away from it, but if I had to say anything, I'd, I'd go under. I'd probably lean under. I, I think, I mean, the, the last time, what was the final score? 35-32, which, I mean, that's obviously a shootout, but... I think this uh, which which game was that one of the, that was one of the first Ryan Tannehill games we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think the defense has kind of been building since then. I think this team just in general has gotten more momentum. So I'm kind of seeing this to be more of a defensive struggle than that first game between these two teams. Yep. Alrighty, with that. Let's uh, let's talk about our playoff payoff challenge here, guys. Um, so a quick recap of last week. Um, I'll start it off with myself. I was trailing down 25 early. I did not hit my week one bet there. Uh, so I did a three-team parlay. Packers minus four. Chiefs minus six and a half. Titans plus 11. Uh, 25 to win 100, and sure enough, it hit. So, yeah. We're uh, we're looking we're looking good. We're in the catbird seat now, so I'm feeling good. Uh, Robbie, you did a teaser. You had the 49ers plus three, Titans plus nineteen and a half, Texans and Chiefs over forty one. That was twelve to win ten. So that hit. Yeah, Texans Chiefs that hit <laughs> really quick. Yes, it did. <laughs> it was a good tease. Um, um, yep. And then uh, on the other half, though, you did Seahawks Packers under 47, 13 to win twelve. Not so much. Yeah. I mean, lost three on the week. That was, yeah, that was about my kind of hedge right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you will, you know, I, I, I'm I'm okay with that, but I, I didn't actually expect one of you to hit I, one I of your parlays. Were, I think I mean that one almost hit, and that's the one that screwed me. Um, yeah, I had uh, three team teaser or uh, three team parlay Packers minus four and a half, uh, Titans. Titans Ravens under forty six and a half, and then the Seahawks Packers under forty seven. But yeah, I think there were five straight touchdowns in that game, and it's still almost the under hit. So that was that was a bad beat for us. But um, Adam, we'll keep it with you. Uh, what do you got for us here in uh, the championship weekend? So I'm down fifty on on uh, in this playoff challenge, and you guys are both in the positive a lot. So I got to go. Uh, you know, parlays haven't been hitting for me. <laughs> the playoffs i've done a really good job of picking games but my wallet's not showing it um so i'm just going one game one team give me the packers money line um 25 to 175 okay uh robbie what do you got well you that uh that was a big one for you big one for you last yep. week i'm uh 
about 30 bucks behind so i'm i'm gonna try to hope that i hit on one of these uh underdogs winning in these games and i'm gonna try to put a little bit extra juice juice on each of them by uh parlaying them with the over and unders uh packers money line i'm going i'm, I'm going a little lower i'm going an over of the 42 which is lower than what the current line of uh, 45. Uh, I think if the Packers win, I think they're going to need to be throwing the ball and putting up points. So um, I think that's a good pairing. That's 12 and a half bucks to win 64-59. And Titans, um, I, I feel more confident about the Titans winning, to be honest. And um, I've got them money line. I, I think they're if they win, their defense is going to come out to play. And um, I bought that uh, 52 and a half under up to fit under 55 so that's going to be 12 and a half to win 66.8 I'm, I'm feeling good one of those is gonna help out okay love it i did uh, another three team teaser here so 25 to win 21 i did uh the packers and the niners over 35 so tease that down 10 points uh packers plus 17 and a half feel really good about that and I did Titans and Chiefs under 62, so I bought that under up 10 points to 62. So we'll see. I just expect uh, I expect something a little bit lower scoring there, and I think the Titans will continue their game plan of just trying to uh, dominate time and possession out there. But, Robbie, if I hit that and you hit one of those two, we're going to be at roughly 97 to $96, uh, dollars, so it'll be tight. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Adam, you uh, hit this. You'll be back to twenty-five bucks positive. So you're climbing. Give you a shot uh, for the Super Bowl. So we'll see. Just try to get my money back. <laughs> We're all just trying to uh, have the other two people buy us food. Yeah. So uh, with that, though, guys, we are gonna get the heck out of here. Uh, but thanks for joining us this week. Good luck to everybody in this championship slate of games, and we'll uh, we'll be back here with a Super Bowl preview episode. Uh, we'll get into the props for you, and we'll break down the game. So until then. Uh, take care and good luck.